0: Welcome to another Survivor Edition of the Bitter Jury Podcast. We did miss our essentially last week recap, but we're going to do two in one because there was just too much good stuff not to talk about. I am joined this week by Charles and I do have a second 2nd uh, co-host this week. Woohoo. What's up? Welcome back. Uh, I'll start off with you. How are you enjoying the show so far?
1: Uh, well... Thank you for having me back Richard I will take full blame for the reason why you and Charles were solo last week, Uh, but I gotta say, now that we're winding down the end of Big Brother, uh, and we've just seen uh, unanimous vote after unanimous vote and people not playing to win the game. I got excited tonight when I saw Jake say that he didn't just want to play, uh, survive. He wanted to play Survivor. He wanted to win Survivor. I'm here for that attitude. I thought these were two great episodes where people were playing the game, strategizing and making moves, even if they didn't work out.
0: Charles, uh, Westoff actually touched on it. I'm sure you're so happy to not see unanimous votes. So uh, your thoughts on the last two Survivor episodes that we're going to cover tonight.
2: Yeah, as you both know, last week I thought was marvelous reality TV. Um so happy to be on the Survivor train. And this week um, wasn't as intense as last week, but definitely did not disappoint, since I admittedly am happy with one of the eliminated um, island members from this week. So, yeah, no, just happy to talk about it and hopefully uh, stir up a little bit of drama
0: yeah absolutely so we're gonna start off with last week's episode which would have been week you know what six hell if i know six Uh, because i uh, watched it today yeah episode episode six here we go um so kendra comes in these are just off of my notes because it's been obviously a full week but kendra got uh is gunning for austin drew and emily um bruce finds the beware village and the idol um, that's kind of where I wanted to go first. Uh, this is the first time you guys have seen just a full fledged idol, right? None of this like challenge or trickery crap, no burning a candle at a, at a campfire, you know? It's just a straight up idol, right? And um, I don't know. I just found it so important, like so interesting that he was digging as the boat was coming in to take them to the merge. So, yes, yeah, so I, I don't know. Been... I, the... If they don't find the idols, are they just out of the game? If they don't find the idol, it's done. But my question was, since it was a beware advantage, what happens if he doesn't get the idol? Does he lose his vote for just the rest <laughs> of the season? I don't know, because we've never seen anything like that before. Um but that, man, that makes me speculate. think that was some
1: producer stuff were there. If we had the live feeds, maybe that boat actually came in too early.
0: <laughs> but as he was on the Lulu beach, um, this was essentially a production's way of putting Sabaya's idol back in action. The one that was, you know, the campfire, but also, you know, it went out the door with her. Um, it is a full idol. So none of this like you have to sacrifice your vote at this or this or this to give it more power. Um, I'm going to go to you, Charles, because I know no, you're not. Quick. Yeah, go R- ahead.
1: real quick before we get into no, your opinions and stuff, questions for you just to clear up something for me. Uh, one, because it was a group activity, and so that's what kind of confused me. Is it even though they're all looking, but Bruce, uh, Bruce is the one that found it. Is it whoever finds it, no matter what, that's who the idol like gets the idol. And two, could Bruce have been like, I
0: found it, but I'm giving it to whoever. Like, Is that an option as well? So Bruce can give the idol to whoever he wants. The person that finds it is really the owner. It's yeah. been kind of weirder with the beware advantages, um, but I'm pretty sure the premise is just that it is found that is yeah. no longer hidden. Um, right, go on. Sorry. Just I was going to say, up. Charles, I want kind of your opinion, because I know you're not the biggest fan of good old Brucey. So let's. Uh, what do you think? He's got this extra uh, layer of protection.
2: I'm actually going to be simple and short for once in my life and giving an opinion. And I'm hoping that I can get this up to the camera well enough. Let's see. Where are we? Uh, there we go. At the very top. Fuck, fuck, fuck is what it says. <laughs> Bruce, <laughs> Bruce gets an, gets an idol. Fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck. That's how I yep. felt too. Because um, I was like, oh, they're going to get Bruce
1: out this episode. And then it was
0: like, oh, wait, they can't.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, Richard's back. I need to make yeah, sure. Yeah, I saw. I saw.
0: I peeked my head. I peeked my head over. I'm trying to yes. fix this little yes. strand of hair okay. that's sticking off that Yeah. Wait, wait, idea. wait, Charles.
1: I I have one question based off your notebook. I read ahead. Overwhelming <laughs> emotions for the merge.
2: Was that for the players or for you? Um, That was definitely <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um, sorry. That, that, that was for them. Um, It was because, you know, to speak on that, it was interesting to kind of see the merge and how, like, I don't know how that's like a big rite of passage for them, you know, being on the island. And then, of course, jumping ahead a little bit even to tonight and seeing that there's another one and getting to see that they're a part of the jury. Um, But yeah, to answer the question on the table, I don't like Bruce. I'm not going to like Bruce. So when I saw that happen, as you saw in my notes, triple fuck with underlines on all three. I'm not liking it, but I guess... Charles wasn't a happy camper. <laughs> Charles was not happy. Charles was not, not, not happy. Not
0: a... <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, any thoughts from either of you before we head to the merge?
1: Well, just to put a bow on the, on the Bruce conversation, I just don't like when... Because I agree, I don't like Bruce either, and my biggest pet peeve with these reality uh, competition shows is when someone I don't like gets extra power and mm-hmm. it like reinforces them to be the worst parts of themselves. Like he just became more cocky. And I think we saw it this episode or no, it was back in that episode where he's like, why isn't everyone coming to me? We've, we just merged. No one's talking to me. It's like, dude, you can go talk to people. But he's, yeah. he, he's on his high horse. He's got an idol. He's powerful in the game. He's Bruce. So uh this just reminds me of all the big brother scenarios where I'm like, Oh, a player. I don't like just gets more power. And now they're even cockier. So mm-hmm.
2: The last well, thing I do want to it, note, though, is... Yeah, go ahead, Charles. No, I was just going to say, um, just because I know that you all will appreciate this, this is one time and probably the only time that I will ever admit that Thou Who Shalt Not Be Named was right from the fucking jump. She was attacking him, and he is a piece of shit. <laughs> I agree with Another you, that. Another so, thing I wanted to note was
0: just a brilliant play from Jake in um, saying, oh, he lost his ring in the sand or something to give them plausibility as to you know why they're looking for it. I just thought that was really smart on his part. Um, they merge, they go to Reba's to the Reba Beach. Um, this is the first time, in, to my understanding, in five seasons that all three beware advantages were not found. Um, the Bellow Idol was not found. Um, which was originally Bruce and Katora, Kelly, Kendra, Brando, Jake, I believe. that. So that idol was not found. Um, I just made that note as well. Um, but I think this is just a really interesting point in the season where you get to see everybody on the same beach. And now it's, you know, they're about to start playing for themselves. Um, so, yeah, you see Emily apologize to Bruce. Um did I skip over the challenge? I think I did. Um so the challenge happened. Um <laughs> I I don't freaking remember who um who was even up for grabs. Um was so like to say something? Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I watched this episode.
1: Six hours ago, but I skipped the competition because I was like, I have to finish this episode before the
2: live one starts. So you I know like, so many competitions on our shows. What? Well, yes, usually he does. It's
1: because I know the results. This time I was like, I just don't have the time. So I just went straight okay. to the
0: results, but it looks hard. I have who won the challenge. Yes. Uh, so we can do some process of elimination here. Uh, the winning team was Austin, Bruce, Drew, Julie, Kendra, Sifu. And Katora did bet on the correct tribe, so she was also safe. So, yeah, now we get to see kind of the madness happen at camp. So, as I said, Emily apologized and tried to mend uh, fences with Bruce. Um, Austin is mad about the sandwiches, so he wants Jay and Kelly out as revenge. Is he Um, or is he just really greedy and wants that extra power? And blaming it.
1: On the, the
2: man family. wanted his food. He's safe. He he wanted, wanted food, his food for sure. Yeah.
1: No, and this doubt dude's it. got like five powers, so
0: yeah. Kelly, Kelly, and Caleb are targeting Bruce. Caleb and Jay uh are, are no, this is this is tribal now. Um <laughs> I I need to put markers in my notes, but what do you guys think about where that you know the game stood at that point? I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, but
2: uh I'll go first and if you're just talking about like the the pre-tribal anything pre-tribal the merge and pre-tribal okay awesome um one note and i'm going to keep coming back to this um sifu threw a kamehameha attack (laughs) during this episode which is a signature move of a nice little anime character known as goku and for anyone who's listened before I called it. He's fucking Goku. So
1: there's... That. You did. I, re- I remember. <laughs> I think we had a whole texting conversation. I mean, you- we
2: did. We did. But yes, if you did not see that in the episode, you must go back and watch. Um, you know, biggest thing I have in my note, which is why I don't like this guy, like, salesman Caleb strikes again. Right? Like, we're really getting to see before Tribal caleb turn on the i'm gonna be mr nice guy and i'm gonna wheel and deal and make everybody love me and i'm gonna feed information but get information because i'm gonna make a connection and blah 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 blah, blah. dude like i hate to say that i agree with uh with bruce but like bruce is the first one that kind of starts to call that out too it's like okay like he thinks that he's being a slick nice guy but his slick nice guy thing is not working and it's completely transparent. Um and so that really started to get to me just because I'm watching all these conversations and I'm like, oh well Caleb thinks that he's controlling the whole island right now. And that no sir. Like everybody sees through your bullshit. Yeah I don't
1: yeah. really have enough, I, I don't have a strong opinion about this part of the game yet. I'm like very, I feel like a fish out of water because I'm just like, I don't know what the right strategy is. I'm used to knowing at least the right play. And so my biggest like of note, like, thing that I noted watching this section was <clears throat> I thought it was pretty dangerous that she who will not be named other than by me, <laughs> Emily, uh, <laughs> went back and uh, filled in Caleb that he was in trouble. I thought that was like, She's finally at a point in this game. And I, I'm like, I'm empathizing with her because she's my player I'm rooting for her. And she's putting herself <laughs> at risk by by filling Caleb in that he, that he is the target. And I'm just like, maybe just let that go. Like, I know he was the first one who was nice to you and kind of built that first relationship with you. But you've got mm-hmm. new allies and you see the whole tribe is against uh, Caleb. And so I just think that that... She put her nose back out into, into like troubled waters right when she got kind of in a good spot. So uh, I mean, game to play rare.
2: devil's to play devil's advocate a little bit, though, even though I'm not the biggest fan of her. Do you think, though, that's an enduring quality that shows her loyalty? Sure. Like, yeah. Flip side? Yes. Yeah. That, to, that, to that to makes me you like also, her more as a, yeah. as a
1: person. But like, we're not here for that. We're here to play and make some money.
2: Oh to listen me. listen at the listen at this guy finally getting on the we're here to make money train.
1: Oh yeah there we go to me I mean I, I, I tear show, up at yeah. the loyalty, you know me. Like I'll go down <laughs> with the shit for that.
0: I'll be friends with her, but she's
1: you're not winning
0: like that. So mm-hmm. to me, this is also just When you think back to the pre merge stage, this is what happened at the old Lulu when Sabaya was targeting Caleb, and here goes Emily. And all I thought was, like, here goes Emily sticking her neck out for Caleb again. And just, I feel like we're at this point where she's just trying to make Caleb essentially indebted to her to a point where he becomes a number for her and she can use it. Because this is something that I meant, you know, talked about with Charles last episode. So I'll just Like briefly reiterated for you, Westoff. you need to think about it this way. You're in a game where there are 12 people like now you got to start thinking early stages of Big Brother, right, where a four person alliance doesn't do enough for you in terms of a majority. And then you're betting on what's called a plurality, which is when. The vote, (laughs) which is when you win. I have a comment. (laughs) Yeah, which is when you win, which is when um someone goes home without having the majority. For example, if the votes read three, two, one, that would be a plurality because it's not the majority, but it's enough to send someone home. And you can't rely on a plurality, it's not safe, right? So I just think Emily is trying to not necessarily like make Caleb her number one, but string him along to a point where she can depend on his vote as a number in her direction, right? Right. By the way, I got this from Richard. Richard does this all the time, which I love. I'm like, all right, I'm going to Richard <laughs> next.
1: But um, yep. no, I uh, I just had something kind of crystallized in my head, and I and I figured out this whole time, the last you know four or five weeks, I thought that Caleb was an excellent excellent player. I was actually a little shocked that he was a unanimous vote uh, this time, and I I just like in the last minute or, or so figured out where this is coming from and why I was off. In Big Brother because he gives me like Paul vibes. Like he smoothes with everyone. Everyone's kind of good with him. Like yeah, they're suspicious that he's good with everyone else too, but like in Big Brother that works. So I was like why doesn't that work here? In Big Brother when you smooze with everybody, there's a head of household that you smooze up to and that person protects you. In Survivor, you're never protected unless you find a power. So if you don't have a power like Caleb doesn't have, then you can schmooze all you want, but if you schmooze too much over here, you lose the people over here, and now you got people voting against you. Versus like in Big Brother, you can smooze that person's HOH. Now you're not on the block. You're safe for the week. You readjust your smoozing. I just said smooze way too many times. But that's where I like – it's dawning you know on me that and that I'm strategy okay. doesn't work.
2: <laughs> well, and I'm okay with schmoozing, but again, he – Like he literally comes across like a used car salesman. Like there's and obviously we're getting edits and stuff, but for me, there's nothing genuine in it. Like it all just looks fake and disgusting and it looks like a game. There's no actual connection other than he and that who shall not be named at this point where it's just like, okay, like, again, I know what you're doing. So you're not gonna get over on me because you're trying to sell me a Canon printer from 1993 for six thousand dollars. I have no idea why I just made that analogy.
1: Also, why is a Canon printer six thousand dollars?
2: I don't know. Well, that was the thing. That was my whole thing. It's like you're trying to sell, oversell it. Gotcha, gotcha,
1: gotcha. Gotcha. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You're dating yourself with the Canon printer
0: from 1993. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Richard, take us forward. I was I was taking I was taking this time to take advantage. I was taking advantage of this time and doing a little bit of research um, for a point that I'm gonna make later on. Um so now we're gonna talk about that absolutely chaotic tribal council. So everybody's obviously scrambling. Only six people can be vote can receive votes. Um so it's a bit of chaos, right? Um, nobody kind of knows where they're going to go. Everybody's thinking Caleb um, and Caleb, I would probably say, you know, in a way, thanks to Emily, right? He kind of knows that his name is out there and on the block. Um, so there was two things that I noted. Um, number one, um, I don't know if you guys remember or noticed, but when Caleb went into the voting booth, he yelled out Jay. Yeah. Cause he knew Jay was the other target. Um, this is a call back, um, to another story moment that I will be showing you guys after this episode. It's one of my favorite moments in the show's history. Um, Jonathan Penner, absolute legend. If y'all, fun fact, if y'all remember the um, the show, The Nanny. This, this, this really dates how far back I know entertainment knowledge. Um, Fran Drescher. Yep. Um, Jonathan Penner, who's one of my favorite players to play Survivor, actually played Fran's boyfriend in the pilot. Um, but yeah, Penner um, went into the voting booth and everybody knew that he was against Denise. Uh, back in the season of the Philippines and Pender goes into the booth and yells and yells back at everybody else, Denise, to kind of make it clear that he's voting for her. Um, There's no. So it's, it's a show, lot funnier there. than I describe it. But the, but like I just thought that was a funny callback when Caleb went and called out Jay. Um, Caleb rolls his shot in the dark. Every player only has one. So this is Caleb's one. Right. Okay. Um, so again, question here. I kind of missed it because I was
1: listening mostly while I watched this episode. Yeah. I, I When when you described it, is it
0: a dice roll? Because it looked yes. like it was a – essentially. What was the, it paper, a, it the is, piece of paper that was read? What was that? Pretty much. Um, To my knowledge, it is essentially a dice roll because it is a one in six chance, right? Is Caleb and when the one he, rolling
1: the dice? We didn't see it or did I not? To my
0: knowledge, that? yes. To my knowledge, okay. yes. And then he's given a slip of paper that he gives to Jeff when he calls oh, okay. for idols or advantages. It is a one in six chance. This is his one uh, for the record. This is, this is something that uh, my friends that I brought up tonight. Um, if for, if another player wanted to give up, like give someone else their shot in the dark to our knowledge, you can do that. So let's say Charles plays his shot in the dark. And then I don't feel like I need mine. I'm not going to use mine. And I'm like, I want to give it to Charles for him to use Be my guest, right? Um, Don't know how that would work. Never seen it before. But uh, for the second time in the show's history, um, Caleb is safe. Which How long long has the shot in the dark been around? Since season 41. So in five seasons, it has been safe twice. Yeah. And it's been used probably somewhere in like the seven to 10 range. Yeah. Um, so that one so that one out of 6 kind of yeah. chance is kind of living up to its to what you know production probably expected it to be yeah um probably one of the most visceral reactions i've ever seen from um from players but the fact that i was kind of googling and researching and just kind of like double checking um these are the this is officially um on record the most votes negated by a single player at one time uh, at one tribal. Um the previous record was Kelly Wentworth on Survivor Cambodia, she, neg- she negated uh 9 votes with an idol. Uh that what, final what was 11. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb was 11. Yeah, Caleb wow. negated 11 votes. Um he did not vote as he gave up his shot in the dark and Austin did not vote as he gave up his vote um to make his his idol a fully fledged idol. Um, so realistically, if that was not safe, this would have probably been the first time you have, uh, we've seen a unanimous meaning something to zero vote in 45 seasons of this show, uh, it would have been 11 to zero.
2: Oh wow. Um, there's never been unanimous in Survivor. I don't think
0: so. I'm trying to think when Sean the Dark uh, got, got I'm trying to show. think about when Sean the Dark. Like, got I'm played. definitely getting on the <laughs> I'm right trying to now. think when like, Sean the Darks got played in the last five seasons. If those were unanimous votes, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah. Uh then so you guys got to see what happens if no votes um are you know actually counted, uh, it goes to a revote. Um so Jay Maya goes home on a 10 to one your guys's opinions on a one hell of a tribal. Well,
1: I'll start real quick. I thought it was interesting that they got a, a moment to regroup and like kind of talk amongst each other and whisper, yes. which was fascinating. Uh, I was a little worried for Emily there. It seemed like maybe there was a uh, swelling for her uh, to be the next nominee. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wonder I'm sure if Charles like... was hoping it was gonna happen. There's there's, oh, there's no sure. there's no way that they actually plan for like extensively, like all right, if Caleb uses Shot in the Dark and he makes it, what's our backup plan? Like, do you think Not... that they did any planning like that or they were just like ah, you okay,
0: you can, but I mean that's why they that's why production still offers those few those few seconds, those few those few minutes to reconvene and do it again. Um Essentially, what would have happened if this second vote was a tie, it would have gone to one more revote, where Jay, Maya, and whoever—let's say it was split between Jay and Emily—both Jay, Emily, Kayla, and Caleb would all be safe. And then it's so then you'd be down to three people left. You have to pick between those three people if there's no unanimous. You know, agreement there rocks, which we saw come into play tonight, and we'll get to that eventually. Which was yes. very interesting. It could have been rocks, I think. I think that's yeah. right. Hold on, um, vote once, vote twice. Uh, sorry, the re vote if it was a tie, the re vote would have to be between those two people, couldn't vote for anyone else. Um, and then, and then it's a whole two- process, and we'll talk about it more. So, so, yeah, which is, this is which is time it time. so
1: if i'm getting this right the revote it's just those two if it's a tie again those yeah, two yeah we'll are use now, we'll
0: use our names for those definitely. two are now we, safe right yeah so if we get so let's say there like you uh we were voting and like westoff you had uh you were tied with charles on votes the re-vote would be between you two couldn't throw a, a rogue vote for me it would be between you two and then if there was no consensus there, yeah, then it would be a um. No revote between you. Um, it would be an open discussion. Uh, vote would have to would have to be unanimous towards one person. No unanimous um decision. Rocks. Interesting. Well, rocks between the players uh, that were that were safe. Here's so my you one two would
1: become immune. Here's my one opinion, and then I'll send it to Charles. Um. It's interesting, and it's it's starting to annoy me a little that sometimes I just want the tribal council to be a little mysterious. Every single week, Jeff sniffs out whoever the two targets are and is like, hey, let's just talk about it. And like, yeah, that, that was fun. Coming from the Big Brother world, the first couple of weeks where everything's supposed to be secretive and you keep them on, in the dark to the last minute to see Jeff like be like, oh, it seems like, you know, uh,
2: Sifu's on edge today
1: yeah it see, yeah. seems like Sifu and D are really uh, gonna be the two targets here tonight he, yeah. I, sometimes, sometimes I just want it to be like oh well we don't know who it's gonna be and then that person who gets evicted is shocked like oh my god I didn't realize that was even one of the targets which I could still happen but I get it but
0: well, I here's just the want thing. to see some
1: mystery still
0: he kind of takes the fan perspective of like just observing so like if you come in if you sit down in Tribal and you're like fidgeting and you're like showing signs of nervousness, then props yeah. is going to go, what the frick are you doing? But if you come in all cocky and shit, then he's just going to say, wow, you feel pretty confident about the vote today. Are you sure that you're safe? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, then time to vote. And that's just kind of how he lets it play out. So blind sides still fully happen where people are completely in the dark. Probst doesn't give shit away. He just takes the fan perspective of why the fuck are you so nervous? Why are you shitting your pants? Like, what are you doing? What's okay. going on? Um, I get that. I'm complaining which to a certain degree, so. I agree, I understand how that can be annoying. But for someone that's watched forty five seasons, it doesn't phase me. It's just to it me, it creates better
1: content anyway. So,
2: yeah, yeah sure. I mean, to
0: um, me, it's just yeah.
2: No, ahead, I. Also no 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 because i'll I'll piggyback off of daniel a little bit because i i would say if i had one complaint about survivor so far that would probably be it because i do you know i was thinking in even in caleb's situation right like there's a part of me that appreciated that they were able to like have their you know five minute reconvene and they're all scattered around and whatever but truthfully the whole time i was thinking man this show would be bad ass if they just had to turn around and go in there with no discussion go fucking do it blindly and just have the numbers come out how they are again you know that i like those little chaos moments and i think that would just add to it because then you're able to like you're not able to go strategize i love the finger but no i did it on
0: purpose for us this for us i
2: know but no that that add that would add that sort of you know mystery element that daniel just brought up of like ooh, i would like to not know what's going on or to not be led by production in a show where they already know what's happened and are putting that out there to see it would just be a really well again, and i'm just kind of like I'm,
1: I'm like jeff don't spoil it like you might make some yeah. people change their minds like shh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so to me, what uh, what I do like about Jeff doing what he does is that it opens the opportunity for what's known as the as a live tribal. And you got to see it uh, to a certain degree, but you didn't get to see it in full and it's full of this extent yet. The live tribal is essentially during Jeff's questioning. Like, for example, if we're sitting down to tribal, I will just get up and start whispering to West off. And when those happen. That is the thing is you think that just like walking in and having to go straight to the vote would be chaos. I want you to understand that a live tribal is the peak of chaos. Um, One of the first times we ever got to see a live tribal, you literally had two like groups forming on two sides of of the of the area. And at one point, one player, Julie, got so pissed off that she literally yelled, I'm jumping ship. I'm jumping ship and ran across the tribal area to the other group yelling, I'm jumping ship and just completely switched her flipped, and switched her vote. Like for me, that's the chaos that I like to see because it's. The one moment where everybody's scrambling, where you don't know if your name is getting thrown out. Because during a live tribal, for all you know, at some random random moment, Charles could go to Westhoff and say, what about Richard? Right? So, like, during those moments, that's what I like. I wish we got to see it more often, but when things are so simple and so, like, cut,
2: you know. Yeah, you only it's have hard to take. minutes. Well, 40. Minutes. 90. Three minutes, or well, you know. Oh, it is um, an hour and a half now.
1: Are you talking about? The, Thank God, the, the content time it was an hour and two minutes because I was watching it on Paramount Plus today. So okay, there we go. Uh, I will say though, I have no, I'm not sad that JMI left. Good riddance. She was kind of a, 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 she was kind of hanging on for dear life anyway, and I was kind
2: of never interested in her game anyway. Yeah. You know? Watching her departure, even in her dramatic, like... You know what it
1: was? It was that she so easily took the blame for that rogue vote to Sifu. When it wasn't her, it was D. Like, speak up. Don't take the blame for it. She's like, oh, everyone thinks it's me already, so I guess I'll just take it. Like, that was part of the reason she was such an easy out tonight. Was People were like, oh, she was the rogue vote on Sifu. We're like, no, she wasn't. It was D. But D Mm -hmm. was like, I'm going to lie my way out of this. So she like Well, the
0: other thing is just that Jay was the weak point of a re of I mean the thing is it it, she was in a tough situation because she was trying to break into a Reba alliance that didn't really want her. Right. D, Julie, Austin, and Drew were so stuck that them four are strong four. Not to say they're not. I love that alliance. I absolutely love it. It's just that Jay wasn't the piece that they needed, and Jay was a bit too much of a wild card for them to believe that, like, now all of a sudden she wants to be a part of it. Like, I get why. Also, you can't expect D and Julie to stick their necks out um, the way that Jay did. Jay needed to make a ballsy move to prove to D and Julie that she was, you know, on their side and to be trusted. Um, Jay gained from it. D and Julie would not have gained from sticking out their necks that way.
2: You know, and I'll, I'll defend Jay a little bit. I wasn't the biggest fan, but you got to think even we commented about like, oh, cool. Jay's actually a part of the game. Like, yeah, Yeah. we forgot that she was there. So I'll at least applaud her a little bit for at least making that attempt to insert herself in the gameplay. And it's like, Maybe a little too little too late, but at least I think that she saw, like Richard said, that she wasn't doing anything and that she needed to do something to get people talking, to get people involved and to actually get some sort of attention. Because I mean, to be frank, like I'd forgotten she was there. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So Jay became the, um, last member of the pre-jury, um, Wait, and, um, did I get that wrong? I thought tonight the
1: first person evicted was not jury. The second person sorry, was sorry, sorry,
0: pre-merge. Sorry, pre-merge. Oh, thank pre-merge, you, okay. thank you. That was that's my bad. Pre-merge. Um yeah, we find out that the merge, I don't know if y'all caught this. The name of the merge tribe
2: is Daku Waka. I saw spelled, that on the
0: D-A-K-U-W-A-Q-A. Is that an anime the series? Namesake the namesake it is not uh, it was thank named you. after it was named after <laughs> quote a shark deity in Fij- in Fijian mythology oh that sounds cool um yeah they always kind of figure out um it's been I 45 know, seasons they they're getting down to the bottom of the barrel now for me it's in, it'll be interesting to figure <laughs> out if this was production naming um i believe it was What's in the other past option?
2: seasons, I mean, who else seasons, would name? If
0: it in past seasons it. they will let the tribe name themselves. Oh, uh, um, so they're not yeah, like I'll, island I'll, I'll theme? Talk. Is there like I I don't know? No, um, I'll try I mean, to hold on. Um, yeah, is there like the Minutemen t- tribe, <laughs> or like? <But laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find a few. Um, so while you're looking
2: for that, though, I could totally see seafood coming up with a name like. Docka Waku or whatever you just said. Right. I mean, so like, you know what? Um, I have had a 180 on Here's one.
1: I couldn't stand him the first five and a half weeks. I don't want to see him go anymore. I'm dead. That dude is always positive, happy, <laughs> and just really? arrogatory in the in, in the rain. Yes. I'm <laughs> like, all right, this dude, he's just like, I like him now.
2: I'm just waiting on him to go Super Saiyan. That's that's the <laughs> thing.
0: There was uh one of them. I see Forza was one of them. Uh, I know that was named by um tribe members a, Um a video
2: gamer okay
0: the, I that was not named after that was the like literal like I'm pretty sure that was literally for the word Forza um there was vava I don't know if that was named by tribe by tribe mates um the one that I oh boy I don't even know it. first of all there was a whole like time where it was just named merged tribe. So I much prefer whatever naming method you want to give, please go right ahead. Um there was Maku Maku, which was the which was like the original names of the two tribes were Mana and Nuku. So M A and K U taken, so Maku Maku. Um I think Forza, let me see if if there was the so um namesake a corruption of fort of forcha the portuguese word for strength um yeah they they come up with some really i don't know how they come up with these names but they do the one that really gets me every time is <sighs> enil edam e-n-i-l space e-d-a-m that's edam is that namesake. backwards? It is the backwards name. It is the backwards spelling of Madeline, one of the players' mother's name.
1: Hey. It's a great little uh, souvenir
0: from playing on this show. I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw it, I thought it was supposed to be line made. You know, when you, like, draw a line, you know, like, I thought it was, like, a cool, cute little thing like that. No, it was just Malcolm's mom's name. Um... You know, they always come up with some way to do it. But yeah, a lot of times they'll just merge the two original tribe names. Um, yeah, you never know what they're going to do. Um, but back back on track. Um, uh, what was it? Daku Waka? Close enough. You know what? Whatever. Um, so yeah, any thoughts on today's immunity challenge? Yes, go for it. it. <laughs> <I have>.
1: Yes. <laughs> so the, we're, we're talking about current episode now, right?
0: Yes. Anything okay. y'all want to talk about up to and including the challenge of this for of this yes. episode tonight? I have one.
1: My biggest note of the day is about the immunity challenge, and my note says, "I don't know how Charles got through this <laughs> because the amount of close-up foot shots, especially of D's <laughs> big toe." All I could think about was that I hope Charles is not eating during this. episode. That's what I
0: was thinking of too. I was waiting for my text from Charles. I'm eating, man. I can't get these shots of their face. anymore. It's I disgusting. It.
1: The competition is boring as hell. They're just sitting there. So all you could do is change cameras from wide shot to close up shot, and like you can only go to their face so many times. Then you got to Charles. Get
0: foot. Do I have permission to read your text to me during this challenge? Here, let
2: let me comment first and then you have 100% permission because so, these
0: texts dude, weirded me out. I was like what the fuck is is going through Charles's mind? Oh what you I send can't, me actually, these texts?
2: Actually this is going to be great because I didn't send them to Daniel so I'm going to <laughs> I <reactions>. can't wait. <laughs> um the only thing I'll say I actually loved the challenge. Um I yes! did not like the Thankfully, I had probably finished eating my last bite about 10 minutes prior. <laughs> so I did not have to see that. Um, but I thought the challenge was great. I mean, That Who Shall Not Be Named was the first one down. So I got a nice little laugh after that. And for me, um, in spite of the comment that's going to ensue, I thought it was great to see the ladies be strong for the first time. Um but no, that was crazy. I wouldn't have been able to do that shit. Like Yay. let Big Brother uh, throw a cop out there like that.
0: I'm but, reading this with Charles's con- with Charles's approval, sense. consent and permission. <laughs> this you. these are not the words of Richard My, aspiring sports broadcaster. <laughs> these are the words of Charles <laughs> Matthews. Uh, I am I am a journalist. These are not my words according <laughs> to Charles Matthews. Jur- journalist. Whoa. According to okay, Charles then, Matthews, no, quote, those ladies must be good at sex. They know how to lock those hips and tighten their scooters.
1: You're gonna have to repeat the end of that. You're you are too giddy during the end.
0: Quote, quote, they know how to lock those hips and tighten those scooters. Oh my god.
2: End quote. <sighs> oh, I mean, None of this shocks me. I mean, but seriously, I mean... I also love that you go, oh, Goku fell. <laughs> and tighten those cooters. But seriously, I'm like, dang, they must be getting in some hella Kegel workouts <laughs> because they got on there. D-Strategy, D's you're right. She was hugging that thing ah. with those hips. <laughs> like, straight up locked. So I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: Richard. Uh, I thought I thought Drew was gonna, have, I mean he'd lasted pretty long, but I was like, yeah. you got like an eight foot wingspan and a 10 no. foot leg span. Like wrap those yeah. puppies around there. Yeah let me
0: say yeah. it right now. I I I I said it. I, I knew that it would be D and Cali that excelled at this challenge like they are built so well for a challenge like this where you're Kelly was my pick, by the simultaneously way. like lean but also super strong like you look at their arm and leg muscles they're very strong and they have a good core stability that's super important in like these endurance challenges i knew that sifu would be weak in this challenge he's too big you can't be big because you also need to then have the amount of muscle to uphold that weight for as long as you can these challenges are known for going at max. Like you're talking 45 to an hour and a half. Like you could be going into and this the one, hours mark. I,
1: if I remember right, the last time update was 17 minutes when it was the final two.
0: Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they go shorter, sometimes they go longer. And like you never know how long it could have could have gone because the thing is the minute Kelly goes down. If you're D, hell fuck that. You don't need to stay up on that Get pole up, no longer. Yeah. Get down from there. Yeah. You don't know. She could have gone for 40 minutes. She could have gone for the full hour. Who knows? Um and but so just, is this a I challenge
2: think, that we see every season?
0: This is this is quite, pretty much a staple. Like this is okay. something that you can expect. Um, this like holding onto a pole, and the pole has like these, these small, narrow, like kind of like rings punched in where you can kind of like hold a grip. Um, I thought the D strategy was really good. You often see toes go into the wedge and then fingers go into the wedge. And that's kind of what you typically see. And I thought D strategy was really smart because like I said, she has that core stability. She has the strength um, and she's not, you know, overly big. So it's hard to hold on Charles. Yeah. I
1: have
0: a question. Jesus. <laughs> um, this has
1: become a thing.
2: No, this is great. We should um, do it, and Sarah and Sarah's gonna be so confused. <laughs> oh, we do have to do that. Uh Legit question, though. Yeah, how do they get them up there? Ooh, like, great great cause, question. Great question. Because I was sitting there thinking they're all gonna get up in different speeds. They probably aren't, get aren't ladders, and like they all get them? to go up at once. Okay, well, because that was my thought. It's like if they're having to climb up there then some people are already at a disadvantage because it's going to take them considerably more effort to get there. Or if they're like putting them on there and then hoisting them up, I didn't know if you had any background information.
0: I that. don't want to be quoted cause I'm not 100% sure, but my assumption knowing how production usually does things is that they probably had some sort of like ladder or something to get up there. And then they were given like a, like 30 seconds to a minute to get situated. And then they took the ladders away and hit and hit record. OK, Um, you'll yeah, I mean, like you'll see challenges where they have to readjust, like, for example, like there will be challenges where they have like a balance beam and it gets narrower or things like that, where they have like where pros will be like, you have 15 seconds to get to that stage and be prepared. And if you're not by the end of that 15, you're done. Mm. That's why my assumption would be like you probably have like 30 seconds to a minute to like fully situate yourself and then we'll roll okay cool um but no yeah that's something that i also have have thought about how do they you know get up there but i think you guys are kind of starting to see what the individual challenges tend to be like they tend to be more of those like endurance challenges or mental challenges where you do need that mental toughness or just like puzzles and memory and things like that that's like super individualized right and not like We're gonna carry this big ass crate as a team, you know. I can
1: see why Suri might have struggled
0: with
2: competitions. (laughs) Yeah, but but you have to say like, assume that we never got to see her compete in the Big Brother house. That's true. The only (laughs) the only
0: reality show where I really see Suri doing really well with challenges would be like the Amazing Race, where it could sometimes just be like, we're gonna put you through this hellish thing and you just need to survive like for I mean this I mean like I mean you're right but I think also just the way that Survivor is is set up and the format that is it, that it's in it fits a player like so much more maybe that's because a lot of her game style comes from the Survivor setup and it just looks weird in the Big Brother setup like we've talked about it on Big Brother episodes where it's just like she plays a lot more of a fast paced game than big brother is used to, in my opinion. And I think you can see why, because I think you guys have seen how volatile the game yeah. of survivor can be shorter she, time. She fans. ruled big
1: brother for 30 something days. That's as long as survivor is. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, she just did. She just didn't pace herself. Fair play West off fair play. <laughs> um, But yeah, Um, moving on. So D so, this challenge, they were split into two groups. Uh, the last person standing on from both groups would be immune. Uh, they would be voting off one person. Each group would vote off one person. Um, the groups did not both groups did not go back to the same island. They were separated. That's another big point to mention. Um the but the last person standing overall would win a reward for their group. They would get to go to the sanctuary where good things happen, um, as probes will always say it, um, where good things happen. Um, They also got to go back to the original beach, whereas the losing tribe, A, A, did not get to go to the sanctuary where good things happen. B, had to go to tribal first. Uh, Next one, they had to go to the Lulu Beach instead of the Reba Beach. And going back to that second point where they went to Tribal first, that person would not be a part of the jury. The winning group, the person who went home from that group, would be a part of the jury. Um, that is a big point. Um, it is a change from prior seasons. In the past, both would be a part of the jury. And what's really interesting about it is by going to Tribal second, let's say Charles was voted out and me and Westoff are on that winning group. We will walk in. We will look over at the bench and we'll see Charles and we're gonna know how the other group voted that oh, can so change a lot of the there. mentality yeah um we saw it in Survivor 42 wait I'll is, does that, five seconds huh so yeah, go ahead.
1: does that mean every tribal council from now on the jury age- sits
0: in on tribal Okay. I actually I, I kind of remember that from
1: one of the one season I watched. Yes.
0: There is a bench area set up. The jury will sit in on, will sit in on tribal. Um it is essentially the kind of same as like when the jury house gets to watch the episode, it's their equivalent. Um can they, what the jury knows Can they
2: interact during it though, or no?
0: They can react. They cannot interact. Okay. So they're not allowed to like yell out and make big statements. They're allowed to whisper to each other. They're allowed to react, uh, but they're not allowed to like, like, if I was on the jury, I'm not allowed to yell like Charles, you should target Daniel. Like, I can't do that. Mm. Um, How dare you? But in the past, we've I would seen never target
2: Daniel anyway.
0: We've seen the fact that like the, that first person that gets voted out in this case, uh, spoiler, in this case, Sifu would have been set up uh, in the benches. We've seen that play a big role in the past. Um, I remember just because this is the one that I remember um, three seasons ago in season 42. Um, I believe a black man was voted out first. And so when the next group walked in, uh, they saw him sitting up there and Marianne and I believe either Chan- uh, either Chanel or Drea. Um, they had a big discussion about race. In reality tv shows and the two ladies who were actually supposed to be at odds with each other both decided to play immunity idols together to ensure that a that a that a like that a larger amount of black contestants would move forward in the game uh marianne ended up winning that season um but is that the like zach season like corey's brother Yes, uh, Marianne notably had a crush on Zach first two episodes, uh, first episode. Um, but like all of those conversations aside, um, I just remember that as proof of like what by like being the second group and walking in and seeing how that first group voted, that can change a lot of things in terms of how you vote as the second group. Mm-hmm. Like if I see Charles out there, maybe I don't want to get rid of Off because maybe Off is a number for me that I need because Charles was an ally of mine, et cetera, et cetera, right? So that's another reason why, for me, this was a big thing that Sifu would not be a part of the jury is because that second group that goes in does not know that Sifu is the one that went home, and they will not know until they walk into the challenge tomorrow. So, yeah, Um, let's talk about those two tribals and who went home. I think I've ranted long enough. Um, Sifu and Caleb, uh, we'll start with Sifu immediate thoughts on his tribal on their tribal
1: the first go group go ahead charles because i had a thought and i was completely gone
0: <laughs> sorry
2: um well uh richard and i were texting and you know richard or i had made a comment about how much i fucking hated bruce at the beginning of the episode you know and then richard made a comment about how he felt like editing was maybe setting up for a bruce Oh, it um, was. Yeah, but again, like I will say the past couple of weeks I feel like I've called the exits and it's just like I was not convinced he was going. I was hoping that they would at the very least fish out the use of his idol um just so that that wouldn't be in play anymore so they actually could get rid of him. Um but, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't convinced. It was too... I felt like everybody was a little too wishy-washy on, try- on kind of following through with getting rid of Bruce. And then I feel like at this point, there are people that, because they knew he had the idol, probably ended up making the decision of, we can at least get somebody out now that we Who's know strong? does not have one. Yeah, like, Let's just do this and then we'll figure out how to fish him into using that later. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I admittedly hate that Sifu is gone, even though I didn't care for him much. I mean, who else is going to fucking throw a Kamehameha or a spirit bomb or go Super Saiyan 5? I mean, I need my anime fix. Um hopefully we can get Sifu on or something and I'll find out that he watches anime just as much as I do. And did
0: actually, you I see how he brain. ended his uh his elimination confessional?
2: I did, but I don't oh yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which which I thought was quite funny. Um, but before I go to US, something that I had to comment on with Bruce is I had hoped that he would at least flush his idol. Like but to me, the fact that Bruce was wishy, was like hesitant, like, will I play my idol? Will I not? But I ended up not playing it to me. And it still, you know, Sifu went home. To me, I need to, this this makes me ask one of two questions. Is Bruce lucky or is he smart? Lucky in terms of in the like lead up to Tribal that, was, that didn't make the final edit, did Bruce have some sort of conversation that made him feel safe? Was there something that happened that we didn't see that was like a finalization, like a nail in the coffin of like, it's Sifu, it's not Bruce? Um, Because Bruce was sorry, because Sifu was voted out with a majority. It was a four to two vote mm-hmm. or a five to one vote like. Somebody flipped.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you had.
0: Is it that, or is Bruce just smart enough to have, like, determined that he was fine?
2: You also just reminded ahead, me Charles. of a question that I had uh, that hopefully you can answer, but I don't know if you can because it, um, it's a little bit of a nuance, I guess.
0: Sorry, but... I'm not an editor, Charles.
2: <laughs> Apologies. I'm, <laughs> but, not, an, I'm not an editor. But you're an aspiring journalist and you have to be able to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but seriously, I'm a journalist Charles, is there is there ever a situation, or has there ever been a situation where a group goes into tribal and says, "Hey, we know that this person has an, we know that Daniel has an idol. This is the plan. If he doesn't play it, we're going to vote him." Or are they doing the votes before the votes are counted?
0: The vote so the you play the idol after the votes are, are cast. So the way so the okay. process it goes okay. is is like we would vote and then props goes, you know, if you want That's to, you know, if you want to um, you know, if you uh, if anybody has an idol or an advantage they like to play, now's the time to do so. Okay, okay. That's how the whole Caleb thing happened because all 11 of them had voted for Caleb and then he played That's the in right. the Dark. That's right. And then it goes, Caleb does not count, right. Caleb does not count right? So, yeah. Okay, anyway.
2: Okay,
0: yeah, go ahead. Charles, your thoughts on tonight's first Tribal?
2: I already gave mine.
0: Sorry, Westoff. <laughs> I,
2: I I don't
0: have many
1: It's been a long time. day. It's been a long... <laughs> day. I don't have many thoughts on the first Tribal. I mean, I, if got, you
2: want me to talk again,
0: I will. I'm I never I got, complain about you talking,
1: Charles. I got tricked by production, and I thought Bruce was going to be the one out, or not, at least at least the idol was going to be flushed. Um, and I was a little disappointed when it was Sifu. Like I said, I just had a a change of heart towards him the last episode and a half. Um, so I'm a little upset. But in the end, the only thing I really cared about was keep Emily safe. So I'm just happy Emily's still in the game. And yeah, I this was the least interesting of the two. So I have no more thoughts.
0: So then the other tribal, which I just found to be the super interesting one, because you <laughs> had two sides per se. Um I, you know what? Credit where, you know, sorry, discredit where it's due. Caleb, man, that was a dumbass move to tell Katora about Bruce's idol. That was a dumbass move. Here's why. Okay, see so it two sides you had julie austin and uh yeah julie austin and d then you also have jake caleb and katora for starters i know that d didn't know but that was such dumb luck to have called jake over and not katora because Jake, remember, has a deal, has an alliance with Caleb. So it's just dumb luck, just bad luck that that the one person that Deke pulls aside is Jake and not Katora. Because Katora probably would have been more willing to to flip and vote Caleb than Jake is. Um, You're saying
1: like what? when they were all in the ocean, they're like, oh, yes. we're going to. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, but that's fair. What a I actually dumb didn't really think about it like that at all.
0: I agree with Caleb that you need to do something to pull Katora to your side. But there's got to be something else you could have freaking done, my man, instead of telling her about Bruce's idol. Here's the issue. If you use two of your brain cells, you will remember that Jake was the one who came up with the plan to say my ring fell in the sand to cover up the lie of bruce searching for his idol that's why i mentioned it earlier today because now if i'm katora my first my first thought is not wow thank you for giving me that information no it's you lied to me once shame on you lie to me twice and make me fall for it shame on me i'm not gonna let you you know trick me again if you already lied to me once that already means that you're willing to lie to me again yeah. So, I if I'm Katora and I find that out from Jake, my first move, I'm walking right over to the other 3 and saying, "Let's vote for Jake." As much as I love Jake, that would have been my move. Is immediately you go.
2: Oh, you would have um, completely I would have
0: flipped it on Jake. Would have flipped it on Jake. Because to me, um you could always you could always say maybe Caleb wasn't a part of that. Maybe Caleb just found out about it. Right? You know, Caleb did admit that he knew from the start, but you could always justify it as like Caleb didn't want to lie to me. Maybe he was forced to by his by his alliance members. You never know the situation. But Jake actively was was a huge participant in directly lying and hiding information from me. And now all of a sudden, when it's convenient for him, now he wants me to be a part of his alliance. Yeah. No, 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 not that easy. Right. So just because for me, Jake is the one that was direct and was the main guy lying. That would be my move is a complete flip. If you want to vote Caleb and that weakens Jake, fine by me. If that's what like if D is adamant about, you know, Caleb, that's fine. But like I would have just gone and be like, I want to work with y'all. I want to join y'all's alliance. Let's work together.
2: But do you think they're too far in at that point? I mean.
0: No, because you can always pitch yourself as a desperate number. I have no other, I have no yeah. other connections. You guys are, I'm a, I, if you guys, you know, vote with me this time, I will hundred percent be with you guys. Like.
2: I think that easy would be them because
0: it's self-preservation.
2: Yeah. I mean, for me and again, you know, you've watched way more than me. So I don't know how much these tactics work or not, but I would be afraid to do that because I already have two people on the table and now I because I feel slighted in some way. I'm going to try to completely flip and get a third person in the conversation. At that point, I would. Well, the thing is, like, was
0: never on anybody's lips,
2: right? But I'm saying if 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 you how you said that if you were Kotoro that you would have tried to flip Jake in as the third. I'm like I would have felt like me doing that would have made me become the fourth all of a sudden because now everybody's like. Oh well shit, she's coming after you and you're gonna do this. I don't know. That, I then don't know. you know
0: what? Then you know what you do, and, and this is a tactic that we've seen on Survivor, and I'm sure Charles would love this because it goes right into that like lying, chaos, conniving. I would have gone up to them and said, Um, Jake and Jake and Bruce are sharing an idol. Jake uh completely lied to me. He's telling me that he's coming after da 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 da, da and just made him a
2: complete villain. Oh my that. gosh. We got and our then, first Richard da, 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 of the. And then if, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to, and then if they want to question it, you know why would Jake tell you know and question Jake? Oh, why would Jake tell the truth about lying to y'all and being you know uh, you know? Who came up with y'all? that
1: like cut, that plan with the double vote? Go to rocks. Was that Jake or was that Caleb? Jake.
0: Jake yeah, said he was willing Jake, to go to rocks. That was
1: Jake, Jake really yeah. put himself out on the line for Caleb. It made a big it move. Was, and like, it, it was, was risky though, as hell
0: to his knowledge, because to his knowledge, Austin is too fragile and not secure enough. Sure. That but he would be on. willing to go, that he would be willing to give up his vote before he goes to rocks, but everything else you guys were just
1: talking about with Katura and her, like not trusting Jake because he was the one implementing the diversion so that Bruce could get the idol. Yep. Like he just really papered over like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah she'll vote with us. And like mm-hmm. that was his like fatal flaw right there. And so he a was, lot
0: of work to do to like if I was Jake, if I was Jake, why the hell would you admit to that? Why would you say that? Right. I was that. Why is that part of? No, you don't need to be no transparent. Right. Say, I, like genuinely my, even I genuinely you, lost my ring on the island. I'm sorry. Bruce was looking for an idol. Why do you need to admit it? Why do you think? Do you really think that's going to work in your favor?
1: I mean, he was trying to build trust with her, but like you already burned. I admitting her. I
0: lied straight to your face and covered up right. for your number one enemy and your number one target,
1: what does being that serve to, you? Being truthful is good, we but know. like don't tell the whole truth about how we you are. We
0: know, all, you know hates this man. We are aware of this. Yeah, like, I know, but Bruce, as in Bruce, <laughs> why would you cover? Come on. Use the two brain cells you got from Boston. You know, though,
2: as much as we know um, what Jake's profession is because he is an attorney, I just don't see him as the good gameplay liar. Like We've seen him, especially this episode, trying to make these conversations and trying to work behind the scenes, but he's just like a teddy bear to me, and I feel like (laughs) his personality even doesn't have that manipulative. Oh, I'm going to be able to lie to you on the spot and think nothing of it. Like he just doesn't have that. Now, truthfully, I like Jake. Um, So I hope that I'm wrong, but I just feel like he doesn't have, even when he sat there up against the tree and said, Daniel, you quoted him earlier, but his like, I don't want to just survive. I want to play
1: Survivor. I want to win
2: Survivor. Yeah. That, to me, was supposed to be a, like, climax of a turning point of Jake. I was not convinced. Like, again, there's nothing projecting about him that makes me believe that he's able to do that. Because even when he said that, I want to get, I want to fucking applaud you, dude. And I was just sitting there like this.
0: I will say what I. I'm not saying that, that Jake needs to lie. I'm just saying if you're going to tell the truth, you don't need to tell the whole truth, brother. Like you don't, you don't need to tell her. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The I ring like was a diversion. That, I'm agreeing. You. I'm just saying <laughs> the ring doesn't need to be a. Like, you don't need to admit no. that the ring was a diversion. No. Just, just, just let her, let the woman believe that there is genuinely a ring somewhere on that Fijian island that belongs to you, hidden a foot under the sand. Like, just <laughs> let her believe. That it is that, like, that is now for the Fijian, you know, gods that be to own that in their little island. Dokoraku shark gods. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) come on, man. Like, let's be real here. (laughs) Just let it ride. Let them cook. Like, come on. It's, yeah. I mean, it it was just frustrating to me, but just, I mean, Katora, in my opinion, made the right decision. She flipped because I don't, because I just think,
1: simply put. Did you all believe that she would flip or not when
2: before you saw the results? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: 100%. I was just because to
0: me, I just don't think like any smart player, and I do think Katora is a smart player. I don't think any smart player would look at what Jake said to her and be like, oh, that's cute. He told the truth. You know, that's honorable. No, you lied to me and you hid it until it was convenient for you. So that doesn't, that doesn't make you, you know, sure, it makes you honest, but like under what circumstance?
2: Yeah. Well, again, even can I trust you? No. Even in that brief little clip that we saw with Jake and Katura talking, you know, he even tried, he did try to say like, oh, well, I thought that he told you about it. You know, and And she was like, well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just, I don't think he has the face-to-face grit to get this game done. And again, I don't know a ton about it since I haven't watched, but just his interactions and his body language, even in his DR moments, like, they just don't scream, I'm going to get dirty and do what needs to be done to win this.
0: I mean, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I do, like, in, in closing, I do think – and I think Caleb was the, was the right decision. Was I happy about it? Not as happy as Charles was. Um, but you know what? It was honestly – there was no one like i liked that six like i didn't i wasn't okay with any of them realistically going home like i was just ready for bruce perot to you know take his bow and fuck off with his little funko bruce and you know i was ready for it to go um
1: oh i can't but you know Sorry, I was trying to share the screenshot of the six of them at the fire, but
0: it's paramount. So uh, I was like, "What out. the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't let me
1: screen share because it's a, you know, television show.
0: It's also a streaming platform, so they have their yeah, you know, their restrictions in place. But yeah, I mean, any other closing remarks on uh on this episode? Yes, Charles.
2: I would like to note that I have loved when they show the written votes um, these past several episodes and people misspell people's names. And my favorite one happened tonight as Kelly spelled S-E-A-F-O-U. I don't know (laughs) That was rough. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i thought bad for the sefu in our in my little exp- excel spreadsheet that's way sorry
0: sorry cefu you, you said it cefu oh
2: made me but laugh That is still wrong in my so head hard. yeah but it's I really funny
0: to watch that. the the like the misspelled names there yeah. was one so way back when before they they were they had to put rules in place that you had to write the person's name down because there's one time where somebody wrote on the parchment paper bye bye denver diva and and propes pulls it out and goes this vote says bye bye denver diva who wrote it and who is it against <laughs> and the guy had to go yeah i voted i wrote it you know it's for this person and probes just goes yeah next time let's stick to names then and just like ever since then, like it was just like a rule you had to write the person's name. Um, yeah. never said you had to spell it correctly.
2: I know, which still allows for up, C though.
0: for C foo.
2: Because again, you know, you've had Caleb misspelled, you know, some people even yeah, but those are but just, those are
0: common misspellings, so like C A L E 100 percent
2: Like and then so building C-Fu. up to that, and you get Sabaya misspelled, and you get whatever. But then seafood, and I see the S E A F O U, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs>
1: like, so close to becoming seafood!"
2: I mean, I mean, at least they phonetically sounded it out and went with sure what it sounded right. I mean, um, but yeah, other than that, there's not, not like a, a
1: cheat thing. sheet in that voting booth where all the names are <laughs> on, you know, know on the wall, like a fucking can. I mean, in all fairness. There.
0: At first guess, I probably would have written it phonetically and just written S E E F F O O. Like that would have been my guess if I'm out there for, for 14 days thinking, how the fuck do you spell seafood? I probably would have said like S E E F O O.
2: And see, I'm one of those people. If I meet someone that has a cool name like that, I'm gonna naturally go, oh, like yeah. How do you spell that? Like you know, I want to. I was gonna. I would
0: have asked that to Sabaya. I would have asked that yep. to Katora. Yep. Um, to Sifu, Um. Yeah, because those are cool, interesting names, and just like just generally like Sifu Goku.
1: All right, I might watch some anime tonight. Then.
0: Charles, good night. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> uh, West, not it. to make your editing life you know harder, but like for last week's episode and this week's episode, we're gonna need a Charles Goku or anime counter.
2: <laughs> um, I like that little yes. Game ding every time hey i am on an anime kick right now so you all can get over it
0: no i I'm just feel like i just done. feel like if i'm just gonna join you rather than fight out a mention
2: i'll be shocked but i mean sifu's gone now so i can't really look to that
0: sure but i but you know it's not like you're gonna you won't find a way to incorporate it
2: somehow you're right you're right <laughs>
0: <laughs> but with that said do we have anything else? Um, because I do want to bring up um I'm excited for next week. Um, it was shown in the episode A that apparently Jake finds an advantage. Oh, that was in the preview, but the one that I'm really looking forward to, it's the survivor auction.
2: The fucking auction. You've been. And I have about been waiting.
0: It. Yo, can I just say this better deliver? If this auction doesn't deliver. I'm going to cry. Okay, I'm going to cry if this auction does not deliver. Um, The auction is one of my favorite um, gone challenges. That and touchy subjects, um, which I'll explain off camera. Um, I really hope the auction delivers. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I hope they didn't change it. I hope it's just the same old, same old. Um, But I'm excited for it. But yeah, closing remarks from you guys. West off, why don't you go first?
1: Yeah, I'll keep it real simple. Uh, I'm just happy to have survived this episode—no pun intended—because uh, <laughs> my two players are Julie and Emily. And at multiple points tonight, I was sure I was about to have no players left on this show. Only six, seven weeks, and I oh, was. Wait,
2: you only have two people left.
1: Yep. Julie and Emily and neither one of those are looking like winners right now. And I'm just like,
2: wow. thank
1: God there wasn't a second hot wings challenge on this show. Cause
0: I've learned. Well, I'm, I'm down not, to Jake and uh, Kendra. I'm not very good at this. Uh,
2: so uh, I actually think I still have all four of mine. Yeah. Congrats right. Charles. Cause I have drew Austin and I'm pretty sure I have Kelly and D right. Did we do four? Yeah. I thought I only had three. Yeah. So. No, I have two guys and two girls and I'm, I'm pretty sure I have Kelly and E. Uh, we'll figure it out off of camera, but
1: yeah, uh, no, looking forward to the auction. Um, no real thoughts. I, I I find it highly entertaining and I just I'm so exhausted from Big Brother that this has been a nice little escape. So I hate to to do a little downpour on Big Brother, but we're at the finale. 100 days is too long. So, um, yeah, I'm on Team Survivor right now and I'm having a good time. Charles?
2: 100 days of Big Brother is too long with this cast. I'll go ahead and throw that (laughs) out. True, true, true. This is just fucking wretched. Um, You all may have to do some major convincing to get me to watch the finale tomorrow. Um, Anyway, I am really looking forward to this auction because Richard has built this up for me so much. (laughs) And I don't know if it's just Richard's personality that's building it or if this is actually going to be exciting so i can't wait to see how this plays out and yeah thanks for getting us on um getting us involved in survivor it's going to be really fun for the rest of the season
0: oh i'm so glad that y'all bought into it i'm so glad that this is happening um i kind of am at the point where i expect uh my um mid-episode text from charles so um You definitely didn't disappoint this week, Charles. Um, Damn. Hell, Charles, you really didn't disappoint this week.
2: To anyone that (laughs) listens, I mean no offense, but those Kegels are on point. (laughs) On that note,
0: that's all the time we have left. I think we found our episode episode. title. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Congrats, Charles. (laughs) That's all the time we have left on that note. um, I really hope that's what this episode is named. (laughs) We'll, We'll catch you guys on next week's episode with the worst tag out in the history of this podcast. We'll catch you guys next time.